take the next step to business growth with the NetBank Business Accelerator on 702. Get more info on business.702.co.za. They don't just survive, they thrive. The NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. All right, 702 and NetBank want to give you the support that you need in order to take your business to the next level. We've asked you to go to business.702.co.za to tell us about your business. We are about to profile one of those businesses now. It is the NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. And with me, I have 702's business development specialist, Pavlo Fitidis. Pavbav. Good morning. Good to see you. Mm, excellent. Which business are we profiling today? Today, we're going to be speaking to Bernard Vocht from CAD House, C-A-D House. They're importers, assemblers, suppliers, and installers of 3D printing, 3D scanning, and 3D design products and services. And the mm. reason we selected this business, Nolani, is he is he's one of the oldest players in this very new industry, which he got into seven years ago. That is interesting. More or less, mm. at the same time, that the former editor of Wide Magazine, probably the most prestigious technology magazine globally, mm. Decided to resign his editorship mm-hmm. and move into investing in 3D printing. That was the potential that that individual saw. Bernard saw the same thing. He has been involved extensively in educating the market. Mm-hmm. And this, this business, this environment is significant for South Africa. You know, we are, we are 14, between 8,000 and 14,000 kilometers away from significant developed economies. If we want to create very clever, smart, manufacturing capabilities where we can add value and beneficiate our own raw materials to create products and services that we can supply into those markets mm. that long distance and the ability to manufacture at small scale on a specialist level lies in 3D printing it is well known out there but at the same time completely unknown and that's why we're profiling bernard indeed and bernard is on the line bernard good morning to you Hello, yes, uh, good morning. Thank you for having uh, welcome. me. Welcome. Hey, so, so Pablo is talking about how long you've been in the business, much, much longer than most. Uh, that gives you some advantage, doesn't it? Uh, yes, I believe it does. It, uh, we came in right in the beginning when, when uh, uh, some of the more affordable machines became available, and we've definitely taken advantage of that and learned a lot from that. And, and what is your vision for the business now, and what do you want it to become? Um, well, in 3D printing, we, we've seen a lot of desktop kind of entry-level 3D printers on the market. There's probably about 10,000 of them in South Africa. But there's a, a different aspect of 3D printing, and that's the industrial side of, of 3D printing, uh, where we're printing on-demand parts for, for end users, for big companies, defense companies, automotive companies, uh, and so on. And that's where I see the technology heading. That would be the next steps for, for us as a company and for a country where we've, we've seen this internationally already. Um, in, in Europe, Belgium, big companies running hundreds of big high-end industrial machines that can print in, in polymers and metals and, and all of that. Mm. So that's definitely where we, where we need to go in the country to help develop our own Uh, industry, the, the, the production of, of parts, automotive parts, uh, tooling and so on. We, we need these technologies in the country to, to assist those sectors in, in expanding and not giving work away to, to overseas, to China, to India and so on. Sure. So how does, how does Bernard get there then, Pablo? Well, he's got to capitalize on his expertise. You know, it's, it's, he's been involved in educating the environment for so long. 
He's got the expert insight. But here's the thing. Technology like this is sold by the users in their organizations. So the production or designer or the engineer would sell the idea of buying a 3D capability to his organization. Mm. But it's bought by financial people. Sure. And I think that really to get this effectively brought into an organization, you need to have two value propositions. The value proposition, in other words, what's in it for me? Mm -hmm. For the engineer, it's easy. You can prototype, you can produce product as and when you need it. There are advancing technologies. You can then move into new product design. Engineers get very, very excited by it. But the financial people are difficult people. And Bernard has to start producing a whole lot of metrics that speak the financial language. For example, your stock turn ratio will fall by this. Uh Your ability to remove the uh, delays in time and the cost of time will fall by that. When he designs the joint language of the financial person and the engineering person, there's an opportunity to introduce it effectively into an organization. And then secondly, it would be wonderful if the DTI could embrace a vision that Bernard has. Mm. When he spoke to me, Lani, he spoke about four or 500 machines in operation providing a service to South African companies where people can have parts designed there and then, made there and then, increasing the efficiency and productivity of our manufacturing base so we can become more globally competitive. We do not, as a country, have a clearly defined economic vision. Mm. And for our industrial economy to capitalize on our far distance from big markets, this has got to be included in the solution. Bernard, how does that sound? Well, that's that's the vision. If we can get government behind it to, to back us, um, then definitely we'll, we'll move forward, we'll create jobs, we'll, we'll uh, grow industry in South Africa and, and get products back here. All right, Bernard, listen, thank you very much for coming through. Bernard Vox in Cape Town. Um, so certainly a very interesting one. And you'd imagine it's not that difficult. We spoke, I think, a week or two ago on the show about a company, a South African company, that's already receiving orders from Boeing. It's also doing similar work. Bernard was involved in consulting to the company. He gave heart and head into the design of that particular machine. It's ah. the second biggest 3D printer in the world. Yeah. It exists here in South Africa, mm. and it has a service contract with Boeing, yes. Fantastic. All right, then, Pav, you will be with 3D this afternoon? Yes, we're going to be speaking about an entrepreneur who started a business a mere three years ago, employs over 180 people, and identified an opportunity to provide quality service to the lowest affordable commuters in the country. Sure. And I think with all the issues around transport, this story tells about the future. Pavlo Fetidis, thank you very much. Of course, could you or do you know of someone who could benefit from the business that we've just profiled here? Find out more about them then on business.702.co.za. The businesses that we profile are making South Africa a better place through the jobs they create, the innovation they bring, and their commitment to the country. Listen in when we showcase the next business owner on the afternoon drive with Ridi Tabi, the NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. See money differently. Visit business.702.co.za for more.